So hey there, this is Angie Wachowski, and I know many of you know me as Angie Morgan, but as I've been sharing, during the pandemic, I remarried. I actually married my college boyfriend, Ed Witkowski, and let me tell you, every young girl's wildest dream is to marry a man with a very large Polish last name. I know some girls dream of marrying Rockefellers or Vanderbilt, not me, Witkowski, but there was something about a real hearty name that I just love, being a part of this family is just fantastic. But that's not why we're here to learn my life story. We're here because we're on Bet On You Radio. This is a program that focuses on amazing people who I like to consider are ordinary, extraordinary individuals who've taken their ideas and dreams and transitioned them into realities. Through their stories, I hope that you're as inspired as I am about dreaming and doing because what they make possible is this American dream, just again, through their stories. And I've got a great person here today, a real dear friend of mine, Fernando Mesa. Now, how I met Fernando was kind of interesting. It was about 2014-ish. I was going to grad school and um, my firm at the time, Leadstar, we needed a digital marketing agency. So I went to my friend Pedro, who I was in grad school with, he worked at Google, and I thought, hey, if you work at Google, you know something about digital marketing agencies. And I said, hey, do you know of any um, that might be a good partner for my firm? And he's like, why are you looking any farther than your backyard? Because I thought he was gonna recommend like this posh agency in either LA or New York, but he said no. Traverse City, Michigan, One Up Web. Check them out. They're awesome. So I did. And when I did, I met Fernando. I think really the recent owner of One Up Web. Yeah. But we met each other and it was like, oh my gosh, this is my best friend. It was interesting because do you remember that we almost never met because of the name <laughs> Leadstar was getting spam filtered by our mail client and and <laughs> and we thought, and it was basically getting junked. And every time your colleague was reaching out about this opportunity, uh, it was getting filtered into a junk folder. Did she call eventually? Pick she up did. the old phone, man. That's how you get things done in this yeah. digital day and age. It, it really is. You have to pound the pavement now. But uh, yeah. It was meant to be, really. It really was. I broke through the filter, got the phone call, got the meeting. And I think the first time I met you, it was a really cold winter. The pipes froze in your building. No. It was like your first home no. experiment of how do old we, stuff. Yeah, how do we get our employees to work hybrid? And yeah. It was such a risk you guys were taking at the time. That was interesting. Yeah. Nothing like coming in to work and it being thirty colder inside than it was outside. It was thirty eight degrees. The pipes burst. It was uh that was a fun day. So I wanna go back to how you got to buying a business in northern Michigan because you are not from here. No, no, uh, uh, the name uh, certainly gives it away. Um, but how that all happened is I'm originally from Los Angeles. I was born and raised out there. I, I grew up there, went to school there, worked in advertising out there, production, and then was afforded an opportunity to move to New York, worked there for a while. And then after a few years of doing that, I realized that I didn't want to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, the city was getting a little bit too uh, crowded for me. And by pure just serendipity, uh, a friend of mine from high school said, you have to come out and check out Trevor City. I think you'd really like it. And I was like, okay. And I remember coming out, and it was an early April. Um, it was really warm, um, unusually warm. Now, surprisingly, you know, warm. surprisingly warm. Because it was that weird winter or spring that, that, um, that it happened in 2012. 
Um, and it was just such an incredible city, such an incredible feeling. And then I just kind of knew that, that, you know, Trevor city was a place that, that just kind of lingered. And after I left, it was hard to, to shake the feeling. It was hard to, to, to think of any other place that I wanted to be. And then I started to look and then I found one up web and it was really surprising to me that I found an agency that spoke the lingo, uh, looked like all of the agencies that I had worked for, although it was specialized in digital. And at the time, I'd yet to work in digital advertising. And so for me, I, I decided that for my career, it would be a better move for me to work in a smaller market, potentially use my experience as a way to get my hands in, in everything. Um, and after eight months of soliciting the HR manager, um, they thought it was really weird that somebody <laughs> from New York <laughs> wanted to come work for this agency in Northern Michigan. And, 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 I, and I finally remember changing the cover letter just enough and said, this is for real. I'm really serious. I, I really want to move here. And I got the interview after that. And um, after that, I, I, I started, I bought a one-way ticket, October 7th, 2012, um, I got a great place downtown at a really exclusive community known as the Whiting. Ever oh, heard of it? I have the five star five hotel star. of very, Whiting Hotel. Very yes. uh, posh. I have view of the water. <laughs> many, many famous people have found their way through the Whiting Hotel. <laughs> a lot yes. of people that have made it in the Record Eagle, for sure. I'm, I'm sure. We're crime stoppers. <laughs> Not me. We though. love the Whiting Hotel. We love the Whiting Hotel. I regret ever giving up my lease there, and I'm honest about that. Um, fantastic place. I loved it. It was cheaper and bigger than most apartments in New York, so that was great. Started working for the agency owner. Worked Can there closely you, like, with pause her. For a second, they're like, when you first got here and just <laughs> landed like your feet firmly <laughs> in Traverse City, did you go, what did I do? That I happened um, a week later. Okay. That happened a week later, maybe even three weeks later. I can actually, there is a photo of me literally having that like thought in my head. Um, and it, it, it happened because I, you know, the, the busyness of like starting a new place, finding a new place, getting settled, getting packed, starting a new job, that just stopped. And for the first time in my life, I had a job that actually didn't promote me working outside of business hours which I thought was just really strange. That they wanted you to have a life? They wanted me to have a life, and that's I didn't right. know what to do with myself. Oh, that's really interesting. It like, was really interesting, you know, and, and for scary. those of us that know OneUpWeb and know the old OneUpWeb and, and, and in contrast to the new OneUpWeb, there are a lot of feelings about that, right? You know, it's, it's you know, you start at 8, and you have a half-hour lunch and a half-hour break, and then you're out at 5, and that's very structured, and working in, an, in a career like advertising and production, I didn't have that. And I felt like for the first time in a long time, I was, I was remembered what it was like to have that structure. That was really strange. Um, so you had to find yourself, I would imagine, in that process too. Like, who am I after 5 p.m. if I'm not rewarded for all the hard work? I just work, didn't right? know what to do. <laughs> I started to read. I oh, no. took care of myself. I, you know, started to work out. And then nature, because I, you know, I lived in LA for a hot minute and then I've been to New York City and it's not, you know, it's not easy to access nature. Not like where no. you are now, right? You can just walk out your office door. So there's that. No, too. no. I mean, what is it? The Los Angeles bird is the ghetto bird, which is the <laughs> LAPD helicopter. <laughs> 
I think that is the funniest thing I've heard all day. So you're in Traverse City, and we didn't really say there was a girl here, too, that might have been somewhat of a northern Michigan magnet. There's I mean, I, I, I said friend. <laughs> I didn't say what kind of friend. <laughs> so you're here. You had the opportunity to buy One Up Web. How did that all come about? Because I think a lot of people who are listening to this program, they're like, I want to get into a business. They think of starting a business from scratch, but buying an existing it's, business. Is- it's it's the intru- it's the weirdest thing, right? It's it's you feel like you're in the center of the universe, living in Los Angeles, living in New York, and then all of a sudden, in order to take a a, a step forward, you feel like you have to take. You don't realize it, but the universe makes you take like five back, and mm-hmm. in doing so. I started to work really closely, you know, with the owner of One Up Web, and I'll never forget we were doing an icebreaker session to start off an annual planning meeting, and and the question uh, that she asked is, you know, if you can have any job title, what would it be? And and for me, it was no question. For me, it was CEO owner, mm. and I was the only one that answered that in a room full of fifteen people. And she's like succession planning. <laughs> I finally, found finally I have a sucker that's going to say yes. <laughs> And, and uh, I'll never forget, you know, there was, there was, she um, wanted to take the organization a different direction. And, and, you know, then that's when she realized that it was time for her to actually, you know, execute a succession plan. And she invited me into her office and she's like, I wonder what you are thinking right now about like what I'm about to tell you right now. And I'm like, well, I wasn't, but now I am. And (laughs) somebody say something. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm like, what did I do? Did I do anything mad? And, uh, I was guilt free after thinking about that first, but then she relieved me and said, I, I I would like you to buy this organization and this is how we're going to do it. And, and, and she waited for me to say something, but the gravity of what she had just said was just echoing inside of me. And then, and then I said, I, I really don't know what to say. And simply she just said, yes or no. And I was like, uh, yeah. At the time, I was thinking about opening up a restaurant in Traverse City. And I realized that buying an established business versus starting a restaurant with you know the failure rate that we know those businesses mm-hmm. bring, it was a no-brainer. And that's how that happened. That is incredible. And for those people who too want to contemplate, I mean, it's a huge financial commitment. It is a big commitment to work with lawyers. And even when you're, you know, I brought financing to the table, uh, we agreed uh, to use existing, you know, revenue from the organization to create the another additional financing. But at any moment, if I didn't meet certain metrics, if I didn't, you know, if things got weird on the balance sheet, you know, there was there was a, a start all over button, and and she would come back in. Oh wow! And the, we never ever faltered, and you know, we fulfilled our contract five years later, uh, very very quietly, uh, just to myself and my CFO at the time, and 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 we just kept moving forward. I think that is the most inspiring story, and I think there's something to be said too when you realize that you are your own safety net, Yeah, you behave very differently. It, and that <laughs> self-reliance is powerful, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you can't... Uh, I took the responsibility of being an employer that was responsible for, at the time, 20 employees very seriously. It wasn't just you know 20 people, it was their families. And I realized that the decisions that I made impacted more than just myself. It, it impacted the people that were not only worked there, but the people that they supported. 
That's awesome. I mean, again, it's a powerful, I think, perspective and reflection to have. And so flash forward to today. So I'm going to do the, you know, fast forward in the sense that you're now married. You've got two amazing daughters, one, you know, young, last time I saw him, very <laughs> teething son. <laughs> yeah. And you decided to bet on yourself in a yeah. new way, again, in a very different way. And, and it kind of incorporates your restaurant idea, I suppose. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. You know, and the way that this happened is it, Traverse City is such a dynamic place, mm-hmm. especially now. Um, it's always been that, it, but it, there's just a certain feeling in the area where you just feel a, a, a sea change, not in a bad way, but just there are people that are ready to let somebody else take the reins. And we, my wife and I had always been keeping an eye out in the community to see what's the next thing that we're going to do. And my wife is an incredible, incredible talent. She's very artistic, very smart, kind. Uh, she's not bad to look at which you know is oh she's gorgeous she's <laughs> I mean, beautiful there's I that love your too wife. Um, and and i just felt like we we were ready to do a project together um and and we've been partners ever since day one and some people might have a certain feeling about that working with your partner your and and i have nothing but positive experiences because i mean we're partners in life uh it's very easy for us to become partners in business it doesn't come, though, there are certainly its challenges, right? Like, who can forget the famous quote, please don't talk to me like one of your employees. Uh, that's always a good one. <laughs> and, I, and that's what I have to check myself. I'm like, okay. How was your output today? Yeah, I know. I'm like, yeah, what are your billable KPIs? hours today? Yeah, I feel like we missed the mark on that objective. But, you know, she was ready to do something different as well. And then we this, this property popped on our radar. Uh, and it was an existing um, lavender farm, bed and breakfast in Lake Leona with arguably the best view in northern Michigan. Oh, it is the best view in northern Michigan. It's incredible. And it's interesting uh, because, you know, if anything, COVID really distilled for you what are the things that are most important, right? What are the things that are most important in our business at One Up Web? What are the things that are most important in our life? How do those two things coincide? How do they fuel each other? And mm-hmm. that was where it was very easy for us to say yes to this farm. So talk a little bit about the farm. It's Luna Rosa. Luna Rosa. That was a name that my wife and I came to. We wanted to incorporate my, you know, my my culture in a way, and and she's a big fan of the culture as well. Mm-hmm. Um, while also playing off of of the environment, and we came up with the name, the brand. A colleague of mine helped me with the identity. Very talented designer and. And things just started to, to take shape. You know, it's whenever you're starting a new business from the ground up, even though it was an existing, you know, business, it, you know, when you go to take it in a completely different direction, it's, it, it, there's going to be challenges. Uh, and it's so much more different than buying an existing business that's already cash flowing. You know, we were talking about that, mm-hmm. you know, before we started the show. It's completely different to be a farmer to be in the hospitality business than it is to run a managed services business. But it's very much, there are themes that are the same in customer service, people, people business. And so in that regard, it felt very natural for us to do something like this. And I love it. And though, just to brag on your business for a second. So you can, in the spring, summer, and I'd imagine partly fall too, 
Go to Luna Rosa, bring a bottle of wine, bring a blanket, have a picnic, pick your lavender. You can have your daughter serve you lavender popsicles. <laughs> and, and if you don't want one, they will make you take they one. They will make you buy one. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm so but they're, they are they're, adorable. And this, these are our future closers. leaders of society. Oh, they are closers. They are closers, the two of them you together. You leave without having a good time. Yeah, it is started. a fantastic place. <laughs> it's going to be an amazing event space. And we have so many ideas of what we want to do with that space as a community garden and um, they get to hang out with you which and is great. That's, that's that's a really value Arminda. add right there yeah beautiful arminda so we are going to come back from break and we're going to wrap up fernando's time here by just sharing some lessons learned inspirational notes that we can all carry with us so we'll be back in just a second Hey everyone, this is Angie Wachowski. I'm one of the co-authors of Bet On You. This is the companion to the radio program. So if you're enjoying what you're listening to, check out this book. Inside there's some really great guidance and a code that takes you to an online platform that helps you dream better and imagine ways that you can bet on yourself. Check it out. So we are coming back with Fernando Mesa, owner of One Up Web, Luna Rosa Farms. And during the break, we were just talking about how our kids, because we both are business owners, my husband and I bought morsels. And so we are in the customer service, food, beverage business as well. We're just talking about how exciting it is to see so many younger generation of workers coming into the work scene. I think sometimes you know, older generations, which I think we're kind of the older generation. We kind of, I mean, whoa, 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 whoa. Take it easy. Old, no, we're not there yet. We're, we're down over here on the Gen X cup. <laughs> Cut offline. Oh, thank you. You made my day. Yeah. Thanks for reminding me of that, that I'm not as old as I think I am. Nope. But, but we're talking about seeing younger workers in the workforce. My right. son guard, when he wants a new pair of shoes or when we need help at Morsels, he'll come at the register and work and your daughters are working. You just shared a funny story. I'm hoping you could talk about that. Yeah. I mean, there is no shortage in this economy of ways for you to make money. And what we did at the farm, uh, my daughters were just fixated with the lemonade stand. You know, I don't know what it is about lemonade stands and kids got to have one. So we helped them make lavender lemonade and we were hosting a couple of artists that came over to the property and they were painting. There was a plein air event. They were painting beautiful scenery and canvases. And um, as soon as a cart came out, uh, they started to ring the bell, and they and, and the artists would come by, and they were drinking lemonade. And one of them uh, just, you know, got her lemonade, said thank you, and turned around and walked away. And as she was walking away, my oldest said, "Hey, you forgot to pay." <laughs> At which point, when the like the feeling of being mortified that my kid just embarrassed the hell out of us. Uh, washed away. Uh, the that uh, lady, I, I suspect, eventually was the one that came by and dropped the twenty in the in the <laughs> in the lemonade jar because I think she felt really guilty about the fact that she got called out for not paying and try to hustle lemonade from five year olds. So kids are serious about their money, right? They, if I'm working, when, I better get paid. <laughs> when they realize that this little piece of paper can get them things, that's they are just so fixated on it. It's the amazing. power of money. They are just in, they are, it's like it's... Gollum in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say dog with a bone, but I like Gollum in the ring. It's a little bit better. <laughs> Thank you for that. I always love to ask my guests five questions because not just do we learn from your life story, but just some of the things you've picked up on your life journey packaged as nuggets mm. of wisdom, if you will. So my first of my five questions is, do you mind sharing a book that inspired you? Oh, my just God. Just one. Just one. The pressure. 
You're a big reader now that I, I you, you know, what, I read, you know, a lot of different things. Uh, it, I, I read the traditional business books. Uh, I read zombie novels. Of course, I read uh, amazing leadership books by uh, a woman known as Angie Morgan. Witkowski. Witkowski. No. Yeah, uh, it's not on the text, but yeah, thank you. Uh, but, <laughs> but then, you know, I, 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 one of my favorite um, books that, that just I just always go to is one that was uh, written. It's, it's, uh, um, it's called Future Shock. Mm-hmm. And it was written in 1960. And um, it, I, I, it's, I forget the author, but, you know, what the, the story was at the time, technology is all of a sudden starting to take hold. You know, telecommunications, computing, uh, the amount of information that people are now being asked to process in 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 the daily, uh, like in their daily lives, is is now exponentially growing, and it and it talks about the themes of how in a very short amount of time we as a society are being like transformed in a very quick way, and how how does the society process that? Oh my gosh, that was the 1960s. 1960. So relevant today, right? Well, and that's why I love. Uh, that's why I love. There's there's. Sometimes I think our ego reminds us or, for, or forces us to think that we are learning things for the first time, not realizing that there are, there's a thing called history and that we as a society have you know, kind of repeated the same challenges. I feel like that's a phrase. History repeats itself. Or did I just say that here, Fernando? Did that just Patent pending. Now? Patent pending. Circle TM right there. That's yours. But I, I look back, I'm like, oh, you know, work smarter, not harder, right? Like, what are these? And, and the thing that I love about it is that it really, uh, it's, a, it's a book about anthropology. It's a book about society. It's a book about these themes that are so true from 3,000 years ago to today. I love it. That's a great book. I need to read this book. I want to hear from you a piece of feedback that was illuminating to you. Oh, man. Uh, I remember somebody told me that I don't listen. Um, and I'm like, no, no, I do listen, you know, and, and I, it really stuck with me. And I think that what, what the, there's a difference between listening and active listening, you know, and, and, and whether or not you have a filter and, and you really are trying to get a point across, you can miss, you know, the forest for the trees. And, and so, that is something that that really stuck with me, and because when I first started owning, you know, One Up Web, the way that I managed situations then versus the way that I manage them now are so different. I uh, now I give myself the grace of time, mm. and to you know, there's always more to the story than what meets the eye, and you have to kind of go and and on a fact finding mis- mission to get context, and and context is everything, and. It's a lot easier for you to give yourself time to respond to a situation than it is for you to go back and try to undo a mess that you created. Oh, that is such a true statement, right? The moments you're going to be in presence versus the apologies that would perhaps ensue. Oh, that's powerful. So I'd love to hear from you. Um, favorite activity in this region? Aside from golfing at Bailey Farms Golf or working on our farm, it, it's you know it's a typical beach day on, on Lake Michigan. I mean, you know, getting there at like four or five, staying there through nine, 10, you know, the kids get to stay up late. They see the starlight show. Come on. The s'mores. I mean, there's just nothing better than, than there a beach is day. Nothing. So I've got two questions and these are going to be rapid fire. First, your favorite place to eat in this region. Oh my God. 
<laughs> These are so hard than the questions that you asked me You're earlier. You're not going to say Spanglish. It's right by your office. I, I, I love Spanglish. Spanglish is the best. And I, I don't want to ever not love it, which is why I always have it in moderation. Um, we have a, an incredible food scene in the area. Spanglish, Natolos, Flying Noodle, all those great places. But, you know, it's it's Pepinero. Uh, I just rattled off like three. So, uh, Natolos. Uh. You're good. That's all of those are amazing. And the final thing, what is one thing you've learned in life that you think is really important for you to share with others? I, 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 I think that, that patience is one of those things like take it easy on yourself. I think that sometimes we make life out to be harder than it needs to be. And we don't give ourselves the grace that we need in the moment. And I think that we sometimes feel that we have to act a certain way, be a certain person, have all the answers, especially us as leaders and, and entrepreneurs, that, that um, it's okay to not know something. And it's okay for you to, to, to vocalize that. Um, and I feel like that grace and that slack that I've given myself, that's the thing that I, that I would go back and tell myself, six years ago. That is wonderful advice. And to wrap things up, I, I hope that everybody who's listening today, that you're thinking about that too, as you contemplate your next big risk or your next big decision, that you recognize that there's no such thing as perfect and to be kind to yourself. And hopefully through these stories too, you just see like vision, action, patience, presence, you'll get through it. This is Angie Wachowski, and this is Bet On You Radio, and I'm so, so happy to be here today sharing these stories. I look forward to following up with you soon. Take care. Bye-bye.